continuing our life together in the Spirit over these summer days. We hope these devotions give you a daily walk with God and community that nourishes you. As you listen, we hope you will feel invited and welcomed into the community of faith that nourishes and sustains us, trusting God to ever be our vision. from 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. So we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature, nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure, because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. In verse 3 of our theme hymn, Be Thou My Vision, we hear these words, Thou mine inheritance now and always. I have a great niece whose name is Louisa. She is named for her grandmother, Louise, my sister my sister's name for our grandmother, Louisa. So you see, young Louisa, my great-niece, carries with her an inheritance of family name now and always. And it appears she carries more than that. Louisa graduated from college this past spring. Her degree and great interest is in writing. A couple years ago, she asked me for some family history for a paper. She hoped to write about a locket that had been my grandmother's. Her interest in it stemmed from the fact that this particular locket, with my grandmother's initials on it, had been lost at least a couple times, which added to its mystery and history. The locket was especially precious to my mother because it represented her own mother, who had died when my mom was just 20 years old and expecting her child in a few months, Louise's grandmother. Mom never really wore the locket so much because it was such a treasure to her. Yet in her later years, she started wearing it occasionally. Then it went missing. She was exceptionally upset about losing it. She looked high and low. 
I can't say how many times she mentioned to me how disappointed she was at being not being able to find it. Then, on the day she died, my sister and I were sorting through the things she had in her room at the retirement community she had been living in for a few months. I found an old, ba- an old bag that Mom had taken with her to the water therapy class she had started to attend. It was pretty ragged, and I was about to throw it out when I noticed a small zipper on the inside. Oh my goodness, inside was the locket. I looked to heaven and said, Mom, I found the locket. We placed the locket then on Mom as she lay in her casket. I had asked the funeral director to retrieve the locket when they closed the cover and place it on my sister, the eldest child in our family. The locket is not of any great value. It's not a great piece of jewelry. The value of it to my mother, my sister, and me, and now my great-niece is beyond compare. My sister has since died, and now I possess the locket. I don't wear it much, but I should. I guess I fear losing it, too. Yet it's just a position, one that represents so much of what I inherit from my parents and family long before them. Mother left this world accepting that the locket was lost, disappointed for sure, but still accepting that she was bound for a much greater treasure. She was going to be with her mother, her father, her grandparents, and her beloved husband of 62 years, and right into the arms of a loving God, her real inheritance. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. My great-niece Louise's birthday was earlier this month. My gift to her was a packet of letters and other documents that my mother had passed on to me. The packet included things my mother had written and other items she had saved. Mom was a great one to keep files of old newspaper clippings, obituaries, wedding announcements, pictures, and letters. Some of the materials I sent on to Louisa included information about my great-great-great-grandparents. So add two more greats onto that for Louisa. It is a history of movement from England and eventually settling in Wisconsin on the land where I grew up. As I reread those letters and documents, I felt a great pride in where I came from. I'm touched by the care they had taken for one another through affliction and loss, joys and possibility. I value the care they gave to providing a sense of home and love of God for those who came after. And more recently, I have wondered who had been on that land before them, whose heritage has had been there prior to my ancestors. We have some arrowheads that have been found on the property. So it seems there were native people who had traveled and occupied that land at the least. Perhaps I will never know who walked those properties before my family. I can only pray that we were friendly to one another and fair with each other. But I still wonder. I do know that the family members who came before me did trust in a God to guide them through change and tribulation new hope, and and new life. It is a heritage that I value. Our scripture from 2 Corinthians says that we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. 
Surely this refers to the gift of the great God of heaven, our treasure. But today I think of it also as it refers to what we might not know of our heritage, those things that we might not care to value. Here I return to the heritage of my family, to trust in God to guide me, to be my vision, that I may have the courage to do what is right and good for my brothers and sisters with whom I share this earth. Let us pray. God of compassion and grace, give me eyes to see in in front of me. When I fail to see my neighbor as myself, cure my blindness. When I fail to hear your voice when a friend is speaking from their brokenness, give me ears to hear. When I can't feel empathy for the stranger who is afraid, kindle my heart to comfort. In all things, mold me to be more compassionate as a follower of your ways. Remind me again that in loving one another, we all find our way to you. Amen. And receive this blessing. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, God the Creator, Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, bless you and keep you in his love. Amen.